You are listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast, where we provide you a roadmap to success both inside and outside the arena. Here are your hosts, Breakaway Ropers, Dreamers, and Goal Setters, Jennifer Casey, Cody Fuller, and Dusty Crenshaw. All Focus and Grit podcast. I'm Jennifer Casey. I'm Dusty Crenshaw. And I'm Cody Fuller. Um, JJ comes on the phone with us today to talk all things breakaway roping and discuss her uh, recent win at the Bex Roping in Cheyenne. JJ is a multiple time world champion. And JJ, why don't you introduce yourself? Great. Well, my name is JJ Hampton. Um, I'm from Steamville, Texas. I was born and raised there. Um, my like father, Johnny Wayne Hampton, got me into rodeoing. Um, my mom, Barbara, never rodeoed, but that's kind of how it started, rodeoing with my dad. Um, he always had Roy Duval, Duval's around, many bulldoggers at our house. And I just um, had a love for, for rodeo from a very young age and just wanted to be a part of it. So um, I, I had my background from a lot of bulldoggers, which is funny, but that's where it all started for me in Stephenville. Um, I'm a 17-time PWRA world champion. Um, I won the breakaway, the heading, the all-around, and the tie-down. I actually won the tie-down more than I won the breakaway, um, which is, I don't know, it's just kind of funny. That's awesome. Uh, that's my first memory of you is when I got to go right out of college, and you were tying down at the time, and you had this really cool horse, and um, I was like, oh, who's that? And so I, I was new to, the, new to the WPRA, and that was my first memory of getting you to watch you tie down. Oh, that's, so that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed doing it. I don't know. I mean, I just tried to rope them faster. So if I had to waller with them longer, I could still win. And that kind of <laughs> it worked for me because that's the way I did it. Because I knew if I caught them faster, that'd give me more time to get down there and figure it out. And plus, yeah, I don't know. So that, that was kind of fun. And I guess if I learned a little better how to set them up, maybe I would have been even better at it. But um, it worked. It's all good. <laughs> Yeah, it did work. Yeah. So it, it was, I mean, we always wrote big, huge calves, as you remember. Um, I do. <laughs> and you, yes, and you had to try to get them down however you could. And it was, sometimes it was difficult. And sometimes you'd win them if you were 30 or 20 something, because no one could get the calves down. And I mean, it was a struggle half the time doing it, but I, we, I, we never quit. And we, we did the best we could with what we had. So it was, uh, it was pretty tough, man. I, I know you hear people saying that back in the day, your parents and everybody, but it's really true. I, I go to them now, and they wrote these 150-pound Jersey calves, and it cracks me up. So I'm, oh, my God, I wish they wrote so much stuff we wrote. Uh, yes, I've seen the tiny calves, and it's like, oh, wow, I, I, I remember the calves bigger, so I'm glad I'm not the only one re- that <laughs> remembering it that you know, way. You are, because they brought the same cast for us in the breakaways they did the tie-down, and that's what we wrote. So we didn't have a, a big little, I mean, little bitty calves to rope. But, you know, we did good, so it, it didn't seem to bother any of us too much, and we got right through it. That's awesome. So tell us about the roping, how the Bex roping was set up, and kind of, since it was a kind of a brand new roping, tell all of our listeners of, like, the format and what kind of cattle and how the score was. Well, they um, – started with 209 breakaway ropers and they divided them into um there was the first set which was 105 and then the second set was yeah there's 210 so it was 105 and 105 um and you roped walking fresh calves they were big all black beef calves and they were the best cattle you could imagine at a roping i mean they were amazing and they were all, they were really awesome and the score was out there 
I don't know how the distance, but the first time, because they walked, you would have to see them. I mean, it was probably 12, 15 feet out there, and this was a oh, wow. covered, yeah, it was a covered arena. Um, so the first round, I mean, there were some good times, but if you happen to have a kid that took off, you would be five, which mine did the first time, and, and I was five. And to be honest, a lot of girls caught their kids and got out the first round. So I think everybody was thinking that maybe there would be uh, – just if you even broke the barrier, you would get back um, out of that uh, 50 in your set. Uh-huh. And it wasn't, it was tough. There was cutoffs. I mean, people didn't come back that got out clean and caught the kids. So the girls really stepped up at that roping and were roping good. Um, so in the first set, they cut off 50, 55 girls and took 50 the next round. And then the, the second set, who, which I was in the second set, so we had the second run on the cattle. Um, and our times were still pretty good. They, they didn't come back on barriers and that one either. We we were a little longer because they obviously started running harder, but uh, they did that to be fair and even it up so that the times would be pretty fair for everybody, which I thought was a, a great, you know, it was a good idea. So then after the 50 from the first set and the second set came back, they, they cut that down to 100. So we all went um, together and roped, and then they cut that down to 50. Um, they moved the barrier back, I think, six inches while they moved it back so um the cat they in started the running in the right round it was the third it was the third round uh-huh. the third round they cut it back um six inches and that's the only time they cut it they left it alone um and i'm i'm pretty sure it was a third round but don't quote no but they cut it back and and uh, made it a little less score but you at least had to see some of them still have to a tail up in the gate because they don't I mean you had to really score and rope at this rope and it wasn't a swinging contest <laughs> where anybody could luck out and throw it I mean it wasn't you had to sit there score and then just run them down and hopefully um you know you draw a good one my first three were they ran um I know my second one he had his head turned and when he turned he jumped and when he hit the ground he I mean just started gassing it and I I was five something I barely made it back on that one because he ran so hard but I did um and then I kept thinking to myself well maybe you know I'll draw a good one I'll draw a good one um and I think it was about when they cut it down to 12 um I had a run, I had a good calf, went off the right, and I actually fed him, and it didn't go on right when I threw it, and um, my horse, this horse I rode was a little, he's a little freer, and since he didn't stop, it just flopped on his head and went on, I was too sick. I think I was oh. the fastest time of the whole road thing. Yeah, I mean, I had a little luck, but uh, it, was, okay. uh, it was, but yeah, you got to have it every now and then, and I thought to my, I mean, I kind of thought to myself then, I, I got this, because I just needed, you know, sometimes you need a little something, not that I was, I was in the zone, and I was roping good, but I just thought that was the uh, momentum changer that I needed, and because I got to go last the next round, because they kept, you'd go slow to fast. Every time you start over, it's slow to fast. So I was at the front a lot of rounds because I was on the times, but that, that time I was actually at the end, and, and that really was to my advantage when you start getting down the bottom. You know, you're down to 12 people, six people to go towards the end because, you you know, you know what you got to do. Uh-huh. When did they start paying people once they got to the 12 round? Is that how that worked? Uh, yeah, when you got to the 12 round. Well, the top 25 got sunglasses. Oh, awesome. <laughs> And, and 25th paid 800. So 25, when you got into 25, you got some money. Um, and then when they, yeah, they went to the 12 round, um, the, the least you could win went up to 1600, I think. And then um, when you got to the 12, I think it was 3000 that the last, you know, 
a girl who got kicked out. So it was a really fun format. Um, I hope more people do that, that have those kind of casts, because, I mean, I know a lot of people want it done and kind of, I mean, I'm sure they're upset, which I would be too, don't get me wrong, but it was a very neat format to get the rope at that we've never done, um, and especially for that much money. I mean, you just kept roping. Now, it was a long, exhausting day. It was pretty warm in that building. Um, there was no air circulating, so you kind of have to almost step outside. Even though it was hot outside, there was a breeze. So with all those people in there, it was pretty pretty warm in that building. Um, but the people, I mean, that put it on, it, they did a great job. They were running it through um, and, and got us in and out of there pretty fast to, to run off that many girls. So they did a good job, and the cattle were phenomenal. I mean, I don't know where you come with 200 and 10 had a fresh head that were so even like that. It was, it was, they did a good job. That's awesome. And I've heard a lot of good yeah. things about the cattle. I mean, everybody I've talked to said that the calves are really good. So at a roping like that, when it's an all day affair, how do you keep your horse settled all day or yourself settled? Do you watch or do you kind of walk away or? Well, I kind of go, uh, yeah, Kaysen, um he told me, he said, Mom, I'll come up there and watch you when you get down to 25, which he came in when we got down to 50. But I would go check on him at the truck and get me a drink and kind of just relax a minute, uh, make sure my horse had a drink. Um, and I, would, I wouldn't watch a few of them. I mean, I would, you know, when we got down to the 100, I came out and sat with him for 10 or 15 minutes and checked my phone for business. And just, I like to get away from it a little bit. And then I went back in there. And after we got to the... 50. I, don't, I never went came back outside. I just sit in the door and get some air um, and try to keep cool because I was hot. Uh, <laughs> my husband made fun of me. Ricky's like, oh my God, it's not that hot in here. I said, honey, I'm hot. Like I was really, really hot. I don't know if it's, I'm getting older, Jennifer, or what it was, but I was hot. Um, <laughs> it, really, it was fun because there was a lot of people that stayed to watch the end of the roping. I mean, there were the stands were still, they were packed. I mean, the horses had kind of thinned out, but the people were still there watching. So it was pretty exciting um they would yell and cheer when people caught and stuff and it and it it kind of made it it made a lot a lot of fun because they were involved in the rope and the crowd was and cheering and and uh they really kind of put some drama into it the announcer when when we'd lose somebody or they cut it down and, and it was pretty pretty exciting um my son on the after the we got the 12 he said my my brother passed away in January. And my father my father passed away in 2013. He said, "Mom, you're gonna win this for Roe and John." And I said, All right, "Son, we're gonna, aren't we?" And he he come down there every time I roped, and he'd give me high ten. And I I it really helped me stay focused and kind of in the moment and 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 just positive about what everything was going on because it was funny that my son just and he normally doesn't run down there and find me, but that day he did, and he come and um. It was pretty cool, and then, and then we had to do a coin toss on the when it got down to me and Lauren Bain, and he said, "Mom, pick heads," and I normally pick tails, but I said, "No, I'm picking heads," and he called it, and I won. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! It was it was special. awesome. Yeah, it does make it special because he was there for every step, every run, every every bit of that day, and and him and my husband, they were just it was it was a really fun, cool day to rope, and for the crowd, like after after I roped. There's a picture on Facebook that Beck, the Beck Chopin put up there, and everybody in the background is cheering. So all the contestants and everybody were real involved in, in the roping, and uh, it, it just made it a fun day. I mean, I know I won, which that makes it better, but before that, I go, man, this is an awesome roping. I mean, I had said that when the day started and we'd run two. I'm like, this is a lot of fun. You know, this is pretty pretty dang cool and a good idea, and we need to have more of these. That's, that's awesome, and I, that picture is just kind of – epitomizes I think breakaway ropers right now and I think that's awesome everybody's cheering everybody on and 
it's it's right. pretty cool. I agree. I looked at that picture. Oh, sorry. I just, I just said, yeah, I looked at that picture on Facebook and it was incredible picture. Um, Hey JJ, I did get a question. How old is your son? He's 10. He's 10. Oh my gosh. When you're telling that story, it gave me goosebumps. That's so cool to have him cheering on his mom. No, it was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Now he started roping in November. He hasn't been roping very long, Uh, but he, he, he had some rodeo finals and he said, no mom, I think this is the first time you get to rope at Shine and this roping and if it's okay, I want to be there with you. So he actually did not go to his to come up here and watch because he knows how hard we've worked for this and how much I've been roping and, and what we've been doing to have this opportunity to come for rope at Cheyenne and to rope at a Bex Rope for 25,000. Um, I mean, it's pretty special and even it was to him too. And he knows, I mean, he's 10, but he, he recognized that. So tell us what it was like since none of it, not any of us got to be there at, at Cheyenne at the a rodeo. What was that like to rope there? Oh, that, that was, that was pretty, um, I mean, you go watch people at these pro rodeos all the time, and then you get to sit in the box and nod your head. And the day of the slack, the stands were, I mean, they were packed on the right side. If you're in the box facing the arena on the right side, there were people everywhere. And the crowd was so into the roping and yelling for every girl and cheering and uh, oohing and on and something didn't go their way that it just made it, it made it super special and fun because I love to go to rope and the crowds, they're all yelling for everybody and they're cheering. I, Jennifer, probably, y'all, both y'all probably may like that too. I love it. I think it's, it gets everybody into the game, makes us rope better, do better. And, and the crowd was there and they, they were loving it. And I thought that was pretty, pretty special. Um, it was a, you know, running that fast, chasing after your calf, um, trying to stay aggressive as you're going to them. It was uh, exciting and, and something different, but at the end of the day, it's the same thing we do all the time. It's just a different setup, but the crowd made it special to me. And, and just the atmosphere of the place. It's just probably one of the coolest places that you could go rope with, you know. The heritage and the history of it was pretty darn amazing. And that we as breakaway ropers finally got to be in the box. And I, I, every place that I've got to go and finally be in the box, it's just, it's so different. And it's something we'd have always wished and hoped to everything. And then for it to actually happen, it's, it's a little overwhelming at times. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is. Sometimes you sit back and it's it's surreal that you're sitting there and you're you're roping at these places, but then you think, well, you don't deserve to be here, so I'm going to go on with this. And that's kind of me. I think it's awesome, and I look at it, it's great, but, you know, we deserve to be in that box, and we've worked hard for this. And, Jennifer, you've paved the way um, up in your area that's just amazing getting breakaway added to all these rodeos. You should be – I mean, I, kudos to you and the girls who get to go to these need to thank you because that, that's awesome what you're doing because you're, you're helping get all this in up here and it is amazing that we get to rope at these places but i'm and i'm i'm not being at me but we we deserve it we should be roping here we should be and um and we're wanted you know and and i think that's pretty cool and no that is it i mean the crowd i mean they could not say anything nice at Cheyenne, nothing but nice words about the break rovers, how nice they were, how fun they were, how good they were to be around, how the crowd loved them. And, you know, it is like this, the times here said, it's beauty. It's, it's, it's fast. It's, it's fun. It's uh, they're doing something like the bell race, but it's something exciting for them. And, and it was, and even during the rodeo, the crowd was cheering and, and got into it. So I think it's great. They like to see women do other things. I mean, bell racing is wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's a new, it's something good that adds to the rodeo and they enjoyed it that's that's pretty cool um do you have certain drills you do on the demi or with your horse or what does your practice week when you're at home look like well um 
I ran a couple of calves and I let them, we just drew a line out there and went 20 feet. And I think I ran three calves and my horse that I actually rode there, um, he's a little freer um, than my mare. My mare, Millie's faster, but I decided to ride Mighty and uh, he did great on the first one. And the second one went hard right, but I just ran three calves on him. He gets better ever run. I thought he's ready to go and I stopped. Um, it was extremely hot the night before we left to come up here in Texas and we were just burning up practicing at home and it was nine o'clock at night. It was so humid and hot. So I didn't, I only ran three calves and practiced that. Um, and, and, and that's all I did to, to get ready for it. I, I practice a lot at home and, and try to just keep my rope and sharp, but I did run a few with the longer score, but I'm not one to break things down. Uh, over and over in my head and make it too um, difficult I try to keep it simple and just do it and that's what that works for me I know it doesn't work for everybody else but that's what that what it works for me I don't like you know I got to do this and pull my hand up and put my feet I'm, I'm not into that I mean I I think when you leave the box you're, you're ready you do what you do and you need to go do it and if you're thinking about it you're gonna you're gonna do wrong so I'm, I'm a good reactor and and that's what I, I do so I didn't you know it wasn't too much of a Big thing. I I practiced and let them out, and then that was it. So, JD, I have Perfect. a question for you. Um, so, what do you think of at the rodeos? Since you're a reactor, is there like one key thing that you think of when you back in the box? Yeah, I'm just looking to throw my rope. Um, that's I'm looking for my first shot to throw my rope, and, and that's it. It's a little different when you rope at Cheyenne and the Beck's roping, um, because that's not what the style of roping was. But my style is to, you know, I take two things and. Two, th two swings and throw it. Um, if you watch me, you see me do it all the time. I have that down pretty good and, and that tie rope all the time. Um, so it was a totally different deal. Um, like going to Beck's rope and I won because I had to score, I had to run up in there and I had to catch. And it's funny because that's not really what I'm good at. I mean, that's I'm good at blasting. I'm two swings and throw it and that's my game and I, I'm good at it. And I happened to that day just, I mean, I was in the zone. I could score and I run up there and caught them all. And, Marty, my nephew, he sent me a text, and I thought he asked me where where was I, and he said, "Who are you?" Because that's not usually <laughs> how I roll. I mean, it's funny. He said, "Who are you?" And I was like, I, I, "So you know, I, my choice words they weren't nice, but it, it is funny because that's not really my lick. But I'm telling people, if you get in the zone and you're doing what you do, you can you can do anything you want to do because that really probably was a, I might have been the least person you'd have thought would have won that roping, and I it. I just got in the zone that day and, and, and rope good. So people need to know, even if it isn't your style of roping, just like Cheyenne, just, you know, have the confidence in yourself to go rope and you'll do just fine. Let your ability take over and, and think it in your mind and, and you'll be good. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell yeah, us about I mean, your horses. You have two horses right now that you have with you or? Yeah, I actually, I have four, but I only brought, I got two up here. Easy is my good saw horse that I rode for the last few years and he's been hurt, which I really miss him because he is a, he scores like a top and then just blows. So he would have been pretty, pretty fun to ride at Cheyenne. But um, Millie is real quick footed and sometimes she'll, I mean, we run up at Cheyenne. I probably should have rode her on the third one because they were running so hard, but Mighty is so forgiving. He just stays in there. He doesn't stop as hard, but he stays in there and lets you move and, and catch the calf if anything goes on. And that's why I chose to ride him at Cheyenne. And I rode him at the Bex Roping, and he was outstanding. I mean, I couldn't ask for a horse to work any better at that roping that day. He did. He never the, cheated me. Feed, I got yeah. to feed. See, he looked just solid. Just so solid oh, there. Yeah. I mean, he's not, he slides a little too much when he stops for me, but he was so 
good there because he didn't cheat. He didn't try to cut corner. He just does the same thing every time. And you need an honest horse there that's going to score and not move. And, and he, he did absolutely phenomenal that day. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better horse to ride at that roping. I mean, I, I really didn't know what to expect because I've never been to one like that. It was a little, you know, different. I was thinking it might get a little faster at the end, but they were scored out there so far that that wasn't what happened. So I just I stuck with him. I had a plan. I was going to change the Millie or ride Millie at first and then switch. But I'm sure glad I just stuck with him because he, he was solid and, and just stayed there every time for me. And you said right, his name is Marty. Oh, sorry. His name is Marty. His name, yeah, we call him. His name's Mighty Mouse, but we oh. call him Mighty. He's a <laughs> well, little bitty. He's a small bay. Mighty. Yeah, he's a small bay. But, oh, my gosh, he just acts like a big horse, you know. How old is he? Um, he is 14 or 15. I just bought him. I got him last year, a gentleman by the name of Lee Warden in Stephenville. Um, he was sick, and he wanted someone to ride his horse. And he called me and said, hey, can you come get my horse? Well, the next day, my other mare, Fergie, had cut her heel off. So I don't have a horse. And I'm thinking, well, this is a sign from God. Go get this horse because you don't have a horse. It was just weird that he called me that day. So I called him and I ended up, he told me just to keep him and ride him and take care of him. And we could sell him later, but I ended up buying him from him. He wanted to go to a good home. And so uh, my friend, Jamie uh, Markham also rides him. Um, she rode him at Cheyenne at the rodeo also. She was a little short of making it back. She made a good run on him. I mean, anybody can get on him and just rope. He's, he's just that easy, you know? He, yeah. he really is. And he, he's a, a pretty cool horse. That's cool. That's, um, what other questions do you guys have? Uh, what kind of rope are you using? I use a Dove Grant. Um, I use a 10.5 and I like them pretty stiff. I've actually started using a couple of 10.2s or 10.25s, whatever those are, because Dove doesn't have any stiff ropes. And so he'll send me those and I've gotten where I like a few of them. They're a little, you know, a little smaller. It's like it takes me a little bit to get used to using them, but I like my rope was pretty stiff, and sometimes you got to go a little smaller in his to get them in, but I love the Grant ropes. I just use a three-strand poly, stiff as you can get them. How long do you, uh, how long's your rope? Uh, I don't know the actual length. I'm gonna, I'm going to work on that and, and measure them. I, I have this thing I do. We put my rope on the uh, rearview mirror of our truck. I get the eyes exactly the same. I pull them out and I cut them off the same every time. I don't know the exact <laughs> measurement, but I put them on my my yeah my mirror and I pull them out and I cut my ropes off and people look at me like crazy, but it works because you get the same length every time. <laughs> That's how I have my husband hold mine and we drag it out and cut it the same. I don't know how long mine is. So do you have a coil? Do what now? You, do you have a coil? Yeah, I hold the coal. I used to, like riding my, my star horse, he would blow and like start dragging his butt and kind of back out of it. And my rope was long, like real long. I probably had, it was so long. And girls have gotten where they rope so good that it was costing me time-wise for my rope to be breaking off. So I've slowly but surely cut my rope a little shorter so that it pops faster because I, I figured I don't really need that rope hanging down. And it's actually helped with my time because um, you always got to try to improve yourself. Um, so I've been cutting my ropes off, and they are shorter, but I'll measure them. So next time I talk to you, we'll know how long my ropes are. <laughs> yeah. So, so I have a question for you. Um, sure. So you might have covered this at the beginning um, before I was here, but um, do, you, do you rope for a living? 
Uh, no, I'm a real estate broker. Um, oh, okay. And I own my own real estate company, and I have two really outstanding employees that are licensed that work for me while I'm gone so that they show property and close them and sell them while I'm gone, Chris Chambers and Stephanie um, Chisholm. But, uh, I mean, it's getting where you can rope for a living. I mean, you know, I'm, I won 25000 so it's a lot better. But, you know, I don't I, – I use my real estate to pay for all this. I don't think I could live like I do if I rodeo, you know, just rodeoed. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But at least you're able to get away during the weeks when you need to. Yes, I'm very lucky that they – I mean, because I, I like to be there and hands-on, but they are so good that they've helped me. Um, Normally, I'm not gone this long. I kind of feel bad that I have been, but um, what these opportunities, you got to take them. So uh, I'm really blessed that I have some good employees to help me be able to do this. And plus, I can sell houses. I wrote a contract yesterday. Um, I was gone, it's, and I worked three or four offers while I was at Cheyenne. People made offers on the places I had listed. So it, it, I still stay pretty busy when we're gone. And um, so my other question, which this can be edited out if you – would like that's totally fine um how how old are you i'm 48 okay i'm telling people i mean I'm, I'm 48 years old um i'm i'm so blessed and thankful that these opportunities are coming for us so that i can still rope and, and do them because i've worked i mean i've roped my whole life to see this through i'm not saying i did anything to do it but i've i've worked and roped and wanted us to be on the stage and I'm, I'm so thankful that i'm getting to see some of the benefit of it before i you know get too old and i can't yeah and, yeah instead of being like 90 in the stands and it's just getting started or something <laughs> no exactly i mean you know i guess we can probably rope longer because not, it's not as hard on our bodies but you know there'll come a time that i, I feel like i'm not competitive and i won't go but while i am i i, I enjoy i mean i love to rope i mean i, I love to compete it's just something in me and I mean, I love it. I'll rope at home. My husband has to say, JJ, take the night off because I, I like to go out there. I like, I like to practice. And now that Jason's roping, I kind of, I let him rope more than me. I'll work to shoot. And I've been rodeoing more around him so that he can make his rodeos too. Um, which it's not, it's a good thing. It's, I really enjoy helping him and seeing him work hard and, and the struggles. And then, but when he finally catches and it goes his way, you know, we all know how that feels and what it's like. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is so awesome. And it's such a great family sport, too. Oh, it is. It's wonderful. I mean, Marty comes and helps Kaysen with his double mugging when he's home. And, and we all, it's just a good time to get to practice together. We usually cook out afterwards. But, I mean, we we love it. And I, I, it took Kaysen a long time to figure out, you know, he wanted a rope, probably because I drug him to so many of these. But I was <laughs> sure was, I didn't push it on him, but I'm sure thankful when he did because I don't know that much about basketball and all that other stuff. And I'll support him whatever he does. But you know, it's nice to be able to go out there and help him rope and be a part of that together. Yeah, yeah, it brings you a lot closer. I think you know, a rodeo brought my family and I closer when we were little and rodeoing. You know, we spend a lot of time in the vehicle together and and out in the arena, and you see each other's frustrations and then the joys too. Yes. Yes, you do. I mean, it's nice to have him. Like, he was there with me every, every step of that way for that victory, and I think that was the coolest thing because in the last video, somebody, Kelsey Chase was videoing Kaysen, and when I roped, he was trying to get by the chute. He was, I mean, you could have seen his hands. He was pacing. And when I roped that cab, he run and jumped um, and was so excited for me, and that probably was, it was a highlight of the whole thing for me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was pretty, that was pretty special. That's yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, it is cool. You like, I mean, it's nice to, I mean, you love to win, but it's even better when you get to share it with your family. When someone's there with you yeah. to experience it and feel it too. And I mean, it's, 
it's, I don't know, it's the coolest thing, I think. Yeah, if you don't have anybody to share your wins with, it's not as cool. <laughs> no, it sucks. It's not I mean, it's still pretty cool, but. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, all, it's always better when someone's there to share them with you, so. Um, and that's why I try to tell him when he wins, mom's going to be there cheering for him, and I, I am. So, um, yeah, you can't get too high when you win or too low when you lose. You just got to keep going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So true. Mm -hmm. why, don't, why don't you tell us all about the, your uh, roping in September? Um, okay, well, in September 15th, um, we usually start around 10 o'clock in the morning. I have the Johnny Wayne Hampton Memorial Roping, which um, I add 20000 Um you get to run two calves and you get to count your fastest time so i i started that two years ago um people like it because the entry fees are 250 dollars, and i at least give you two chances to be fast um and last year one didn't even place it was it, we had to move it indoor to lone star arena and it got really fast um i usually have it at the outdoor arena at tarleton and times are a little longer um at that the box is just a little different setup, so the times are longer. But it's twenty thousand added. It's basically a one header. This year we're going to do a side pot. If you want to put up an additional hundred dollars for an average, because some people like to, you know, they like to get paid on average. So we're going to do a little side pot for them. It is WPRA approved, um, and it, it's a fun rope. And the crowd gets into it. A lot of the families show up. Um, my dad was well known in, around um, our area for roping, and he loved people. And uh, my son does a bake sale to benefit Backpack Buddies of Erath County. And last year he raised over $3,000, which is an organization that feeds hungry kids on the weekend, kids that don't mm -hmm. have food to eat. So he, uh, he does that every year, every year and has a big And this year at the bake sale, all our friends that rodeo, they bring cakes, they buy cakes. Um, the town chips in, you know, they make cakes and donate. And it's a, it's a really fun roping for all of us. Um, around Steamville and anybody I mean you can come from wherever you want it, it's a fun roping um it's, we run it off pretty quick um but it is a lot of fun and it's a good chance for me to honor my dad that's awesome yeah it last sounds... year last year we yeah it's fun last year we had 110 girls um and we've had 100 every time but maybe and we'll see if this time we can't get a few more um but it, it's a it's you know, it's work. If you help put anything on, you, you know how that is. But it's awesome that Charleston Rodeo Team helps me. Um, I have it with them because I sponsor the rodeo team, and they help me work the shoot and do all that stuff. So I don't have to worry about getting all my family and volunteers to help. They can kind of come in and enjoy the roping and visit with people. That's really cool. Okay, rope Breakaway. Plan on being in Stephenville September 15th and roping at the Johnny Wayne Hampton Memorial. We got 20000 at it. That sounds cool. Yeah, we, yeah, I will the be there one year. The weekend before. Well, yeah, I come to Pro Rodeos the weekend before um, in Stephenville. Um, and I told you you could fly and ride mighty if you need to. So okay. you don't use the excuse. I, you saw my little bay. It's easy to ride and you can ride him. So just interrupt and come on. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah I there you that, go, Jennifer. That sounds good. Uh, yeah. So do you, I kind of, we've been inter ending our interviews with some rapid fire questions. So these are just kind of off the top of your head. Um, gut feeling questions and they're, they're just for fun so the first one is okay. how do you reward yourself when you accomplish a goal uh, I usually buy jewelry that's awesome <laughs> that's cool I saw I like your turquoise jewelry, so. earrings that you wore last night at Salt Lake because they have a yeah, really good yeah, so, those are really cool yeah well thank you and another lady that's from home said oh my god I love your earrings she sent me a message so yes I love jewelry so that's what I usually buy myself when I win something or I treat myself to something. 
That's cool. Okay, before you get out of bed in the morning, what do you wake up and think? Mm, I don't really think when I wake up, to be honest. I just start, I, I hit the ground running. Um, I'm a morning person deluxe, and so I don't really think. I just, I get after it. I get up, my, my morning routine is I, I'll um, get up, I make a cup of coffee, I just read my devotionals, and I feed my horses. So I don't really think. I just start getting stuff done. Just move. I'm, my family, yeah, my family's so weird like that. <laughs> crazy, but I can't help it. <laughs> oh. we, that's cool. We've we kind of talked about this a little bit, but um, which one is more rewarding, getting your calf roped or the cheer of the crowd? Mm. I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, you can't get one without the other. So I think get your calf roped. I guess get your calf roped because that makes it all makes it all happen. So I'm gonna go with get your calf roped. Cool. Um, if you didn't rope, how would you spend your free time? Working. Um, if I'm not roping, I'm working. And I, yeah, that's what I do. Um, and we got to go on family vacation, so I guess I do that. But if I'm not roping, I'm working. Cool. And this is my last one. Predict what your break wheel will be in the Thomas and Mac. Um, I, I would hope next year, but maybe um, 21, 2021. Uh, I'll go for that. That's a good. That's a good prediction. <laughs> well, exactly. I don't. I don't know. I just think. It, I think it's going to be soon. I just don't know how soon. But I'm hoping sooner the better. The sooner, sooner than later. Agreed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get, let's get it done and see what we can do about it. Right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time and good luck in the rest of your travels. That'd be good. I may be calling you to borrow a horse up at Kennewick and then. So yeah. perfect. Well, we yeah. have to my mare's feel, feeling better. So. <laughs> oh well, good. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I, I meant to ask you how she's doing, but she's doing good. She is. She re overreached last weekend, but I think she just bruised it. So I'm pretty excited. Okay, so good. You're welcome to come. Yeah, good her. for you. Well, that'd so. be good. I'm hoping I get to come up there I think to one or two of them. I think on. Like entries next are week. Soon. I, yeah. I've got to get after it. Well, yeah, shoot me a text today before if you do, before you're doing it, so I'll make sure I don't forget. Okay. I'm gonna try to come. If not, I might can borrow Marty's horse. But I appreciate y'all talking to me, and I wish everybody good luck. Be safe down the road. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, CJ. Right, bye bye. Good luck. Right, bye bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast. Dream big and rope sharp.